30 seconds. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are officially live 92-9 the Bull with the Saskatchewan Rush post-game show with the first Rush victory at home in this season. Let's hear it! <laughs> well, that was an exciting one, right? Hey, on the right side of a one-goal game, finally at home, 10-9. We got Robert Church up here, four goals, four assists in the contest. Bobby, hey, you pulled through some clutch goals there. How'd that one feel? Yeah, really good. A um, little better spirits than last time I was here a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah, you're too happy. <laughs> yeah, you were pretty pissed off last time you were up here with us, Bobby. Um, did that message change? Like you being one of the leaders and, and being so upset by the way that last game went. Like you, you talked to me about you know having the energy up and things like that. Seems like you guys played with a chip on your shoulder, kept the energy up. So I guess the message sunk in from you and Jimmy from last week. Yeah, I mean, I think it came down to just not playing in three weeks. It's really tough in this yeah. league. One week you can handle, two is a little extra. So. Yeah, I think we, uh, the guys came in, we had really good practices on uh, Friday night and Saturday morning, and I think that translated the game big time. We were, we were super prepared, and, you know, that's big in this league. Hey, Crawford goes and puts them up 9-8. Obviously on the bench, you can definitely see there was a little bit of emotion, and then the next shift you come out and pop one. How, how big is that for you being a leader on this team to take on those responsibilities and, and realistically you help carry them up into a tie game there? Yeah, yeah I mean, that. That, you, did that, you did it. You did go through mind. It's you know they just scored. We got to you know go out there have a good shift and someone's got to do something to tie the game up. I'm not saying I'm going to score this goal and tie it up. Like <laughs> you, you won't say it. The fans will. Though. We saw you put one post in to make it nice. Yeah. yeah I mean, hey, what changes with uh, Derek Keenan on the bench that, that fans maybe don't notice? Yeah, maybe just his calming presence. I mean, everyone knows how successful he's been. I think, well, me, Ryan, and Mess are the only guys that have played for him in this league. So or ever. So, I mean, a lot of them didn't going. know what to expect. I'm sure they, you know, they, the legend of Derek Keenan, but you know, he's not, uh, he doesn't, he's not as intense as he used to be, maybe. But uh, you know, just him being around and you know, he holds people accountable, and it's just that little like he pulls you aside and says something, and you know, that gets the message across. And something that's big for you know, so looking for some confidence or just a little pointer. What's it like seeing Triolo pot the winner against his former team? Massive. That was a, such a good goal. I mean, Tree's been great. <laughs> Tree's just, the, the thing I love about Tree is that he's just, every shift, he's like asking questions and he wants to learn. And, you know, what, what should I do there? What, what did I do that you liked? What did you do that I didn't like? And it, that's, that's kind of what you look for. And that's, you know, he's going to keep getting better. Uh, up top, it seemed like you guys were getting to the dirty areas a lot more, like you and, and Kiznavkov and, and then, of, of course, Triolo. Like, just seemed like that was the message and you guys embraced it and ran with it. Um, was that part of the game plan that just get dirty get greasy get into the middle a lot more yeah they play like a you know a tighter d so you kind of have to you have to take your licks to to try and get some some open open shots and yeah like i think we did a pretty good job at it uh you know it's kind of like those colorado games where you, you got to go through the middle and take a couple hits and get out to try and create some space and i think we did a good job and did a good job of spreading out with you know it wasn't just you know tree and and uh, like cause and Dodzy grinding, you know, I got in there too, and that helps gives Tree the ball and look at him pot the winner. That's right, he's a happy man over yeah. there. Next guest up, one last word here from you, Bobby. Uh, Frank Shiliano, how good was he tonight? Yeah, he was great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why we brought him in. To, yeah. You know, he's been he's been good all year. I mean, that tonight he was 100%, awesome. Yeah. yeah, both our wins. I mean, they're they're 100 on Frank. Yeah, so that's big. That's awesome. Bobby, hey, thanks for stopping by. I love seeing you smile compared to how you <laughs> looked last time we saw you. All right, buddy? Yeah. So Thanks a lot. Good to see you. Robert Church, just a casual 8.9, folks.
Not bad at all. Next up, making his first appearance on the post-game show. Yeah, the brewskis are allowed. Uh, are allowed. Don't worry. I know Bobby put him down. Need some extra carbs. It's yeah. just, just carbs. Carbs oh, in dude. liquid form for uh, Mike Triolo. Game-winning goal tonight. Thanks, boys, Jeff. Okay, walk us through that last one from your eyes. Honestly, uh, Churchy, before he we went on the floor, he kind of does make the rules most of the time. So you go out there and he said, you get, out, you get the ball on the floor, I'm going to come set a pick for you. So, I mean, honestly, all night we were doing stuff like that, and I was just the guy who was lucky enough to have the ball on his stick for that moment. So how, how any one not, of us could have had that one. How do you not get frustrated, though? Because I, I could see it in your play a little bit. You had some chances that you can't bury. You're playing your former team. You want to put the ball in the back of the net. And, and it really takes you, you know, 55 minutes to do so. And it's a huge one. Well, that's the thing. Like, Nicky had my number for sure, honestly. And I played against him, and you're right. This one meant a lot. Like, playing against my old team, and uh, for this one tonight, it meant it uh, didn't matter when it happened, but it happened. So that was pretty big. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, some pretty decent time against the <laughs> I'd say so, too, yeah. Like, yeah I guess it kind of worked out. Uh, Mike, was there any kind of doubt that crept into the bench? Because, again, it was another slow start in that fourth quarter. You gave up another goal here at home. You could even kind of – there was a bit of an – Oh, poop factor. I still got a sense of myself. We're still on the radio. Um, <laughs> did that creep into the bench at all, or was that different from last week against Vancouver? Well, Churchy touched on it. Like, there's that new calming presence on our bench. Yeah. And there's, like, there's moments where they start to go on their runs. And even Jimmy, like, at the front door, he's more in our face now. And he's, what's next? It's, it's like that they, before the game, they said, what's the, what, no memory or quick memory. You know, and it really was. You'd turn around at the bench. And Jammer doesn't look phased at all. You know, he's a, he's a calm soul. And I don't even, you can't read him to save your life, but that's just the way it is. <laughs> You're not the kind of guy you want to play in a poker game, that's for sure. I'd say so, yeah. What was the change like having him come in here? You hadn't had an opportunity to play for him. You know he's a legend, the all-time winningest coach in the league. You know, what was it like? Honestly, all the last night and this morning, all I want to do is pick his brain, but I didn't want to jump, jump it too far into that one. But So I just held off for now. But I think after tonight, I think I might be able to get a couple minutes with him. Hopefully, we'll see. I got a pro tip for you on that. Go find a place with some good craft beer. Okay. Sit down with them. That's that's why I used to do on the road. You know, Perfect. You sit down with them, pick his brain, buy him a brewski or two, and say thanks, coach. I love it. I'll use that one then hey, for I, sure. I, I know you played in Rochester in front of a few fans there and then down in Texas in front of a few people. What was it like ah! getting, picking up a big win here in Saskatchewan? And, and I mean, the crowd was rocking there. I honestly can't. You can't imagine the change from Panther City to here. Basically, it's dressed like a seat night down there, and up here you can't find an empty seat. So it's, it's unbelievable. And, I mean, you can see the emotion on my face. Their fans are going more wild than I am when I score, which is always, an, always a treat. It really is. So, okay, real question. More people in the arena in Panther City or more people in the 016 lounge here today? Oh, what do we got, 20 people? All oh, more here for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tree. Hey, thanks for stopping I appreciate, by. I appreciate it. Guys, thank it you so much. Man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, you too, Tree. Well, Big uh, win. Game-winning goal. Not, not a bad finish right there, too. Hey, we were talking about it on the broadcast as well. It's just like Trio was bound for one. He ripped oh. a couple wide, and then all of a sudden, he puts one right under the bar. It was just too perfect timing. Well, and, and like he said, Day Mood had him. And you always look at, like, you get these matchups against your old team. There's one of two things going to happen. Either you're going to light up your goalie, or he's going to stand on his head. So I think Jeremy's here for <laughs> us. Jeremy's been asking to be on radio for the past two months. That's so, right. Uh, it's <laughs> the good luck. Jeremy Talevi, Rush defensive coordinator. You hold Panther City to, um, to under 10. You hold them to 9. You take Callum Crawford from 14 points to five points in about 
10 minutes bitching at the refs. I, I could say that, yeah. right? I'm good, Pat? Okay, awesome. You're good. Uh, what, what worked so well for you guys defensively tonight against a really dangerous offense? You know, the, the guys just played awesome tonight. And, you know, the biggest guy that played awesome was the man between the pipes. Oh. Like, Frankie was, uh, was unbelievable. You know, for Crawford, we just tried. He, he's an unbelievable shooter. He's an unbelievable player. We tried not to give him a lot of time and space to work with because if, if he has time and space, man, that, uh, that ball's in the net and he can shoot. So we got out at him, and uh, the guys did really well. Bell, who was only in the lineup the first game, was in, and he guarded him quite a bit, and just a, a big body, and I thought he was unbelievable on him. Uh, Smitty, too, guarded him quite a bit and real good on him. Just uh, athletic and pushed him around and did a great job with him. How proud of your group? You lose your most veteran lefty and Holden Garland out there, and, and the kids essentially step up. 100%. I mean, we've got – this is – you know, th- this is part of it, the back end, the turnover with this team. It's because we knew we've got the right guys in the lineup that needed that opportunity to step up. And, you know, throughout the year, I think they're showing that they deserved it and they're they're looking awesome. And, and you know, tonight was, that's a great team and uh, they can score goals and, and the boys played awesome on D and the man between the pipes was pretty awesome too. Oh, five on five, you guys were so successful. And, and obviously, maybe it's a little cliche. You can't be taking penalties. But how key is it going forward against when you face some of these better teams in the upcoming stretch here to really play discipline? 100%. I, I didn't love some of the uh, some of the penalty calls that were there, but that's the game of lacrosse. Um, yeah, we, 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 we have to improve a bit on our man down and, and the number one way to not be man down, I think, too. It's, uh, they, they have a different look on their power play and, uh, you know, we had talked about it and planned for it, but, man, they were really good at executing. One moment I noticed, Jeremy, was Bobby Kidd third, who a couple games ago took a late penalty call, wasn't the smartest decision. Tonight... Callum Crawford was right up in his grill. He just walks away. Are you seeing that growth in all the young guys to learn when to, you know, give them an extra shot and when to just, hey, put your head down, get back to the bench? 100%. And, I mean, this game, there's so much energy and intensity, and it's... It's hard to do that. It's tough to do that. It's tough to keep calm even sometimes as a coach on the bench, let alone as the players in the mix of the fight. But, yeah, we're getting better and growing, and the guys are really doing awesome. Really proud of that group back on D. Unreal. Thanks for stopping by, Jerry. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. First time radio debut for Coach Jeremy, and here we are. 016 Lounge celebrating a victory. Cody Jansen. I don't think life could get better for us right now. It's well, pretty good. I mean, hey, we could use like, uh, what, 10 more of those? How many more have we got? 13 in the season? Right, we got 13 in the season. We've got five more at home. So I could go for a nice little Just a ma- math guy right. pulling it up. Hey, that's, uh, it was impressive. I, I thought it was interesting, you know, to go back to Robert Church and just how he talked about bringing back Derek Keene and just that calming demeanor mm. because you felt it. Because everyone yeah. saw in the building Panther City, City started to come back. And everyone's cheeks tightened a little bit there. It was just like, <laughs> oh, no, not this again. And, and all of a sudden, hey, they decide to play ball. And Churchy scores the big one. Triolo finishes. And I thought that was impressive maturity for one of the youngest teams in the league. Well, and I think the message stuck. I mean, you and I have both been around Robert Church for a very long time, right? We know he's, you know, kind of a – he's usually got a smile on his face. And to see 
how upset he was when he was up here with us after the last game and see that that seemed to carry down. And he backed up what he said. He called out the guys for not hustling and not having the intensity and then just shows it up with an eight-point night. I thought that was awesome. Shiliano was fantastic. Like, that's what this team's going to need to win, and that's a great Panther City offense, right? So, Pat, we got some, uh, got some questions here. Not a lot of questions, just a lot of shout-outs from out of the country. People in Costa Rica who are saying, go Rush. We have a few people in Hawaii who say they were cheering with Mai Tais in their hands. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, that, sounds, that sounds terrible. You know, in, <laughs> yeah. in fairness, it's like plus four outside. This is like tarps off weather for February. Yeah, right? that, like, unfortunately, Panther City couldn't quite contend with that bitter winter cold in Saskatoon. I, okay, that's because, you know, their terrible social media, you know, on that just ended up, that's, that cursed them. Cursed Panther City to come out here and take the L uh, tonight. How about you guys? 060 Lounge. Anybody got some questions, comments, anything like that? Remember, we are on the radio. Uh, you know what's funny? There's less questions after a dub. There, there always is, right? Because right. I, well, And again, I, I think you know, for three games, it's all been questions about Frank Chiliano, who has the third best save percentage in the league, and it's only no going to go up after this yep. one. But I, I really think that it's interesting for this rush team that is now 2-4, and four, one game out of a playoff spot. And also, I think the goal's differential, even in every single game. Yeah. It's, it's not like this team is getting blown out of the water outside of one awful start to the season. Well, again, an awful start to the season that had some extenuating circumstances to it, right? I mean, and the start of the season they've had has been pretty tough, right? I mean, Rochester's a good team. Panther City's a good team. Halifax is a good team, right? Like, I get it. There's no freebies in the NLL. There aren't. But when you're going up against the guys that you know are going to be in the mix for the, for the Champions Cup, you know it's going to be... It's a tough way to start the season, especially for a young team. But. And, and Tracy Kluski told us, he said, hey, I believe this team can win a championship this morning. And, and so right, to not hear wrong. a guy like that who's got enough rings on his hand already to, to really have that faith in his team. They, they went to the playoffs. They, they were up on Calgary late in the playoffs last year and then ended up choking it away. But again, they've got a veteran presence team that they do believe they can compete for the rush to go and beat them in, in a close game. It wasn't like Panther City didn't yeah. show up. They showed up. Oh, yeah. Gosh, we're just better. Yeah, no, 100%. And all their offensive weapons showed up. You know what I think? I think they were motivated by Joey Chestnut. Seeing man bow down 110 mini donuts at halftime, like, how, how could that not fire you up, right? Like, I feel like the fans were fired up watching that. Like, personally, my stomach turned a little. I'm not going to lie. But when he gets into that full, I got to kind of mode, he's not, not so much my He's thing, got a but. technique. He does have a technique. Clearly a very, like, just hang. He doesn't even eat them as a donut. He just turns them into donut Play-Doh. Just shoves them down. <laughs> does he have, like, huge hands or what? Like, it's... He has very strong hands. As someone who shook it earlier, yeah. Like, he knows he's clearly crushed a can or two in his life. So, oh, uh, that, I know that helps. Well, I think, too, added to the atmosphere was just... Tonight was awesome. Like, it was so cool, like... Because the games we've done here, that Vancouver game, the air was sucked out by the time the game was over. Right. And we know this market, too, in that, hey, it's next game. Halifax comes to town, Feb 24, Marvel yep. Heroes Night. Yep. It's going to be rocking. I can oh. get, uh, that's just the way that, that pro sports are. And, and hey, it's, it's a sketch. People do pay. If you want to pay, you want to see a winning team. And so I really think for fans to see this, get the enjoyment, go home happy, smile on your face, 016's in the belly. I, I really think that you are you know, more inclined to come. And when you see a team like Saskatchewan go and ball out as one of the youngest teams in the league, you're like, hey. The potential's there. Well, and especially, too, like if they can pull off a victory on the road, too, which, by the way, you can listen to right here with my boy, Cody Jansen, uh, on 92.9 The Bull. Um, 
You pick up a win on the road too, and then you come back, you take on Halifax. That's gonna be that's gonna be it's gonna be an electric factory in here. Like, look, we got guys chugging beers. I love this. <laughs> I love I, five dollar beer night. That's just an unbelievable promotion. That was like I was like in Moose Jaw too, where it was five dollar beers and everyone was buzzing. So I, I'm all here for that. And the great the world night we live on. in now. Cheap beer is uh, well. It's, it's not even. Yeah, is that really like the best deal in the world? I don't know. But again, I, it gets I, people in the door and people are loving it. That's like the beer steins. You could see rows of people with those like. Uh, green beer steins oh we had somebody get angry at us i don't know if you'd gone upstairs (laughs) what happened well when i reserved uh a good friend of mine uh travis i don't know if he's listening he's at home he's on the ir he missed the game tonight so he texted me he's like hey man travis season ticket holder since day one he's like hey man can you hold me a beer stein so i stashed one away for him and so another friend came and picked him up and somebody walked up and went, where's mine? <laughs> I was like, ah, I didn't want to explain that my boy's at home, you know. because You know they're going on Facebook rant and rave and just <laughs> three paragraphs deep. The Saskatchewan Confidential <laughs> Facebook page right now is oh. just all anti-Fraser. Uh, well, yeah. 90% of my social media is anti-Fraser anyways, but that's usually because of my own stupidity. So, On a side note, props to them designing those beer steins to look exactly like the Gringo Cups from the Cactus. It's like they knew. Oh, they knew Jay Wright was coming. was coming. Like, you know he's going home with one of them. He actually held on to one of his old Gringo glasses. He says he's got his place in Toronto. But, yeah, oh. I, I, I love, like... When, when Tree scores in the fourth quarter and the building just goes nuts, I'm like, yes, this is – we've been waiting for this, right? And to hear it and to be a part of it was just, all right, let's ride this wave. Let's get going. Let's 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 go. We are getting a few more questions, though, at least on Twitter. Use the okay. hashtag AskJanner if you want. Glenn says, how do they fix the penalty kill? I, <laughs> I, I mean, I probably can ask Jared that, but, John, I'm curious your opinion. Obviously, that was the, the Achilles heel because if you want to play that team five-on-five, five, the rush win this game 10-4. Oh, certainly. I, I think the penalty kill issues were – something that's been exposed and I said it on the broadcast that if you look against Vancouver Vancouver had that man behind the net and it just creates enough confusion especially with the young guys that are down low like you saw Bobby Kidd lose track of a couple guys you saw happen to Adam Jay it happened to just about everybody that was in that down low position so I think the rush are going to see the same take from the last two games that you and I have seen see that a guy behind the net on the power play is causing havoc, causing chaos. They're going to identify that, and they're going to have time to work on that. Even if that's something they identified this week, you're also in the process of making changes. Like, a lot of changes had to be made offensively, defensively. So now I think go to that penalty kill. You find a counter to what the teams have done to you, and they're going to figure it out. Kai says, is the defense better without Garland? <laughs> that's, ah. a, that's a tough one. I, I think, hey, did they play better today? Yes, to some extent. But I also think that you can't just be like, oh, Garland was out of the lineup. They played better. No. I, I, I don't I, think that that's a 1v1 correlation. No, I, I would agree with you. I would almost uh, – you see it so many times in pro sports where the star goes down and the other guys step up collectively. I think that was a degree of that – tonight because anybody we've had on this show anybody we've spoken to calls Holden Garland maybe one of the best defenders that they've ever played with who was that uh it's one of our first post-game shows that somebody said yeah Garland one of the best defenders I've ever played with and this guy that's played with like Rubish and stuff I can't remember who it was for the life of me I can barely remember what I had for breakfast today so but I I think the team stepped up in Garland's absence and I think if they can continue doing that when he's back they're just going to be even better 
Tyler says, hey, Janner, how about Adam J? I, I thought he was good today. I, I, I thought there was a couple of plays. You know, we said, hey, he kind of got out to uh, lunch on the one Malcolm goal, I believe yeah. it was, and then took the penalty. But do you think penalty? I think so. Or some, I saw there was some sort of play. But I still thought that Adam J was good. And I still think looking back on that trade, you do it eight days of the week. Well, I think right now you can almost argue you do Matthew straight up for, uh, for Zach Manns right now. Legit. I mean, and never mind the picks, never mind Adam J. I mean, Adam J, we've seen it. He's got flashes of talent, but like young defenders, he's going to make mistakes. It's just the problem is, is when a guy like BK3 makes a mistake, there's a little more subtlety to it, right? Yeah. When Jake Boudreaux makes a mistake, there's a little more subtlety to it. It's, it's, Adam J is making some ugly mistakes, especially, I didn't see as many tonight. I saw a couple against Vancouver. Um, he's making ugly mistakes, but he's got the talent level to be there. He's got to keep working on it, and I think he will. But at the end of the day, if you're evaluating the, the Matthews trade, it's still us in a landslide. We have Zach Manns now. We have picks. We have a young defenseman. So, Well, direct 1v1. Matthews, five assists tonight. They're up 8-7. What is it, 8-7? Still 8-7. Yeah, 8-7. Yeah, five and, minutes uh, left. And Ryan Keenan. You know, we talked about him having a quiet first half. Well, he pots five assists in the one, too. So I, I thought there was some really good performances, I think, overall. I, it's hard to say it was the best game because Vegas, they could do no wrong. Yeah. And, and, but then I thought, I'm like, well, maybe Vegas is bad. And then Vegas goes and beats San Diego. And then Panther City beats Vegas. And I'm like, okay, Vegas is bad. And then Vegas goes and beats Albany. So <laughs> who, Albany who knows lacrosse anymore? It's, uh, again, the league has so much parity, it's actually ridiculous. But as it stands right now, the Rush essentially are uh, one game out of a playoff spot. And with a win in Vancouver next week, well, and uh, uh, one or two games go their way. They're looking in a playoff spot already. And I don't think Vancouver was that good. I think we the rush shot were not good enough. No, the, the rush shot themselves in the foot in that game. I don't think Vancouver's good, so I don't think there's any reason why they shouldn't come out with a dub against Vancouver. Also, uh, one text uh, from my friend Bryce. Uh, I missed it. I was supposed to say, good gravy, that was good. Well, just, you just, have. That, that, that's a line or something? That's a line he wants me to drop, and I'm going to steal it. I steal enough of yours, Jan. Well, so. well, Pat, it's 10 o'clock. I think we are uh, about ready to wrap things up here. Hey, uh, what, what a night. Again, Rush Nation shows up for Joey Chestnut and gets an incredible game as well. So hopefully everyone does come back. Marvel Heroes night, February 24th. Halifax Thunderbirds in town. Just a, It's becoming a great rivalry, so you, you always like to see that. And again, I think Vancouver next weekend is going to be a test of how does this team respond? Do you get complacent and say, hey, we just beat Panther City? They're a yeah. heck of a ball club. Yeah. And do you take Vancouver lightly, or do you say, we got to get on a roll now and we got to start playing our best lacrosse? I think you get pissed off Bobby Church revenge game against Aaron Bold. <laughs> right. That's, that's, he did not like when we pointed out that Bold beat them. He was mad. Like, I think. This team's going to be out for revenge. They've got some confidence. They've got some better systems in place. They've got guys in better spots. And uh, I, I can't officially pick them because it seems like I, whenever, I cur whenever I pick the rush, I curse them. So I'm just going to say, it'll be a good one. Can't wait to listen to you. Well, that was a good one. Okay, well, rush win, 10-9. Final score, Robert Church, eight points in the win. Pat, you got the final thoughts here. I don't have too many thoughts except for I'm looking forward to hearing you next weekend right here on 92.9 The Bull live from Vancouver. Family day. We'll all spend some time with our families and then back at Sastel Center against Halifax. Folks, can we hear it one more time for your Saskatchewan rush? Woo <laughs> on behalf of Cody Jansen, John Fraser.
the He's got a fan base. On behalf of Cody Jansen, John Fraser, I'm Pat Dubois, technical producers Kira Miller and Jackson Emery. This has been the official Saskatchewan Rush post-game show on 92.9 The Bull. All right, that's got to be a thing.